0: Bloomberg Audio Studios, podcasts, radio,
1: news. Antonio Neri of HPE, their CEO. And I'm gonna put up here, for those of you on YouTube, you can see one of my most beloved Hewlett and Packard artifacts. This is the 12C that got me into this chair with the obligatory CFA sticker on it. And Sweeney's got their killer Antonio Neri HP 12C app on his Apple iPhone. Mr. Neri, honored to have you with us today. I wanna carry on from Chris Miller's wonderful chip wars, the battle of say silicon graphics coming into HPE, and all of this hot air about AI. You've got HPE GreenLake. How are you gonna join Nvidia and Microsoft, your good competitors, in the excitement of AI? What's the path over the next two years?
2: Well, good morning, Tom and Paul. Thanks for having me uh, today. You know, obviously, we are living in a, in a massive inflection point with AI, where I think, you know, is the most revolutionary technology of our lifetime. It's going to change everything the way we work, the way we live. And when you think about that opportunity, I think about the opportunity to change everything from a technology standpoint, but also from the business standpoint. And so, us with HP GreenLake, we have a unique opportunity to democratize this ai technology to everyone because today ai has been only used for the large institution right? government and academia but going forward enterprise have to adopt those technologies i, I get and the like yeah, that.
1: i get the I, ai uh, idea within computer science, like what you've done and your leadership over the years at Hewlett Packard. But what I, I don't understand, and I think there's a lot of doubters, when you say at HPE GreenLake, you're going to unleash the potential of your people, what does it actually mean two years out?
2: Well, it means you know, a significant amount of automation and business insight that you can gather through the data and the application of these technologies. We see that across multiple vectors uh, or industries. The robotics in manufacturing through uh, finding cures uh, for major diseases. We have some amazing use cases. We're working today with AI, finding and accelerating the cure for Alzheimer and dementia. You know one of the things we're doing is trying to model the entire neural neurological brain to find what are the protein is that are causing those those are issues but also better climate research and forecasting but when you bring it to enterprise it's all about productivity you know in the legal space in the finance space in the operation space and this large language model accelerates that that set of capabilities Antonio what I think a lot of investors are trying to figure out here in these early innings of AI is how much of this AI spending in terms of capital uh, um, expenditures is incremental, or how much of it is taken away from other tech budgets, maybe IT budgets for example. What's your experience so far? Yeah, Paul, I, I will say AI has a life cycle from training to fine-tuning to inferencing. Most of the action in the last five quarters or so since we have uh, gone through this hype has been on the training side. These are companies, unique companies, that are building large language models, now exceeding a trillion parameters, if you will. And they need a lot of compute power, right, to keep training and retraining the model, to reduce the cost of those models, but also to make it more accurate so you can trust it. Uh, Enterprises are in the early stages. And I don't think they're going to build the models itself. They're going to take a model. They're going to give context to the model with their data. In a location where they can afford, honestly, I think that's the why, reason why GreenLake is so important in as a service model. You only pay for what you consume versus outlaying you know, tens of millions of dollars of capex up front. And then the value comes from the inferencing, where you deploy the model, where the data is generated so you can. I actually deliver the outcome, whether it is you know processing video surveillance or whether it is you know in the manufacturing floor uh, to automate processes. this is where we are in the early stages and I think you know that's gonna, you know, want, it's going to be one of the biggest okay. growth in24 and25. Antonio, you just reported earnings you took your full year guidance down. Um, that was in part due to the networking business uh, leading yep. to that miss and that was one of your better performing businesses last year. what's changed? For you in that business well you know it's a little bit uh, the, uh, the, the 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 success we have had right so yeah, in the last two years we we raised our revenues in the networking business by two billion dollars we took share from cisco and we have an amazing portfolio and i just came back from mobile World congress you can see the use cases of inferencing at the edge of the network for example uh, the monetization of 5g and private 5g but what's going on now customers are digesting the last two years' purchases were very significant. In fact, we grew over 40% year over year. And so this comes back, but this is why the merger with Juniper in the networking space is going to be a terrific addition to our portfolio and a, right. a, a value creation for us going forward. We
1: have time, sir, for for one more question. I've just got to go back, and folks, f- full disclosure, it's my, I'm going to redo it as a book of the summer, Chip Wars. Chris Miller's mm-hmm. fabulous book. Antonio, Seymour Cray was with Controlled Data and all that. <laughs> and he made a wonder computer of my childhood out of Wisconsin and Minnesota. After three mergers, Silicon Graphics and all Hewlett Packard Enterprise, which people think is stodgy, picks up one of the magic names in 2019 in computers. What are you going to do with Cray Exascale?
2: Well, I mean, amazing company, amazing companies that changed the the the, the landscaping computing. Both now. Cray and SGI, the Silicon Graphic, are part of our server business delivering these amazing systems we call it supercomputing. Yeah. Uh, to give a sense, those systems today are deployed in the Department of Energy and they have many coming online and so our goal is to use the system to solve some of the biggest challenges, to design better engines, more sustainable solutions in the life science and you know, right. cl- climate research, sustainability. So. This is why we made the investment. I think I will say, Tom, what people misunderstood when we bought Cray, we bought a company that had silicon and software, and we're able to turn that into a capability that solved these challenges. That's why we are excited about it.
1: We're out of time. Antonio Neri, you gotta come to New York. You gotta come in our studio. I need to show you my (laughs) HP 12C. Mr. Neri with HPE, the uh, wonderful follow on of all the work at Hewlett Packard.